hopefully, hopefully we're going to pray that there's not going to be any of the issues we had last week. So, um, is anybody um, interested in praying in? Um, this is Christine. Uh, I'll pray us in. Great. Thank Give me you. one second. Mm-hmm. Please, one second. Mm-hmm. Well, there is no real time, so we have all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Here we are, kicking... Take three good, deep breaths with each other. Mm. Ah. And as we relax into the breath, the inspiration, the expiration, we remember that we are one with the one, that there is only one, and that we are unique sparks of life that are brighter than any sun that we can imagine. We recognize this. And we know that we are one with all those other beings of those many realms of which Some of them we understand and some of them we can name and some of them we, many of them, we have no idea about. We're willing and we're grateful to delve into this, the truth of who we are. We acknowledge all of our brothers and sisters in this class. We acknowledge all of our brothers and sisters in Masterful Living. And we acknowledge all of our brothers and sisters who are lightless. We are one. And as we pray this moment, we are lifting all up. We especially acknowledge our teacher, Jennifer Hatton, who has unfailingly been there for us, for for me, for many years, for us. We bless them. We bless this conversation. We bless the truth that comes through our being right now, right here, in this conversation. And we know that as we go through this conversation, as we allow ourselves to open to the truth of who we are, this is blessed. It is holy. And all are lifted up. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So this is Carla. Hello, and introduce yourself. And hi, this is Lydia. Hello, it's Lorraine. Welcome, uh, and Mary Christine. So, 
Welcome, everyone. So grateful that you're willing to uh, share and heal on this call. And so, um, um, does anybody feel prompted or have anything they want to share or bring the light or anything? I will. Um, Mary Christine. Christine or Mary Christine. I was Christine for 67 years. My name is Mary Christine. Called Christine because my mother's name was Mary and they didn't want to confuse the situation. And I'm claiming the entire name. So that's why sometimes I'm both. Anyway, right now I'm on my way to the mechanic although I'm parked. I'm on my way to the mechanic because I have an appointment. Um, There's something going on with my transmission. And it's sluggish. And I, I believe that everything in my life is a symbol. And if I have a sluggish transmission, it means it's dirty in there. And if that's the case, it's actually mirroring the fact that I'm sluggish in my journey to resurrection and ascension. And so I'm going there fearlessly. I've got 400 bucks in my my account, and if it can't take care of it, I'm, I've been praying since 5.30 this morning that I am fearless and know that all is well, that no matter what happens, all is well. The car is not worth more than $1,000. So if there's a $2,000 worth of work that needs to be done on the transmission, it's like, it's not going to happen. So it's up to God. And what a beautiful thing this morning as I was praying, as I was doing meditation. What a beautiful thing that I know that it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter because I am backed by God. Whatever is going to unfold is going to be holy because I am holy in this moment. I am God-centered in this moment. I must say that there are so many times I think that God has left the building. And those are many times during the day And also many, 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 many more times I know that God is right in my heart during the same day. It's so interesting how it can flip and flip and flip and flip. So that's what I have to say. Oh, thank you. I mean, I I really enjoy... um, ah, It's so powerful when we speak our desires that what you know what our intentions whatever it it's so powerful thank you i mean thank you if nobody has anything else to say at this moment i have more okay. i am an alcoholic 
I go to AA meetings usually twice a day. Um, I am doing everything that Alcoholics Anonymous is asking of me in order to stay sober. And yet, I string days together and I take a step back, a half a step back, a quarter step back, and don't have enough days to even get 30 days. I get five, I get six, I get seven, I get ten. I trust, I trust, I trust, and then something overwhelming happens, and I I say, God left the building, apparently, although that's a good idea to just say that. God has left the building. That's what I think at this moment. And I have this inability to cry. And yet now in my meetings, I'm able to talk and I'm able, I'm able to cry and open my heart to the people who are surrounding me, been surrounding me for years, the same very people. They're surrounding me and they're loving me free and I'm learning how to receive their love and to lean into them until I can stand on my own two feet. Now I'm really done. It's so interesting. Um, you're just, um, in a way, mirroring up on the experience I just had uh, yesterday, last night. Because I used to do twelve step, but I, I don't have. I'm not an alcoholic, and I I used to do codependence anonymous, and I just <clears throat> haven't felt prompted to go, and so I ended up because of this stress of my thinking actually and wanting to desiring to shift that and needing and wanting support local support um besides this online stuff i i looked up a online for something and the first thing that popped up i think i might have mentioned this is emotions anonymous (laughs) i had never heard of that before and I definitely didn't want to go to a meeting where they said they didn't want emotions. But um, I went and, you know, it was it was very interesting um, for me. I did notice the same experience. Like, they're so accepting and embracing. And no matter what I bring, I mean, it was kind of challenging for me because everybody, the first, sentence besides after they said their name they said uh what did they say they said um i am powerless over my emotions <laughs> i was very it was a, and it was just so interesting how i looked at the actual words and judged it and so i what i got to see by the end of the meeting is that what those words didn't have meaning. Those words meant that they were willing to to grow and that's all they're doing there. They're willing to shift their their perceptions and 
and grow beyond um, suffering. And and I that's all I hear. That's all I heard by the end of. I mean, I don't know if that's all I heard, but I heard it more and more. And so, and when they spoke, and I, I heard words that seemed deprecating and putting themselves down, and I didn't see that. I mean, I practiced during the meeting not seeing that, not seeing my judgment, not seeing the meaning I was making of it. So I wasn't going to actually speak about it, but I, but I just, Mary Christine, your your um, share about the support and love really really impacted me last night that that opportunity is there if I choose not to go that's my choice that the opportunities are always there but so anyhow that's what comes up for me thanks I am so sorry to leave you temporarily, but um, I'm at my mechanic's appointment, and so, therefore, I have to get off the phone for a few minutes. But before I do, I'd really like to say this. I am so grateful for the lifeline that I have of my brothers and sisters, some of whom I know and some of whom I don't. I am so grateful that we're on this journey together. Amen. Well, I'm sending uh, support about your to discover what's intended for you to learn from this experience. Oh, my mechanic's not here yet. I'm here. So that's all that's important. And I would like to respond to that. Say that again, please, Carla. Oh, well, I don't know if I can say the exact words, but I'm just sending you the love and support and energy to to learn. Because <clears throat> you mm. said that this experience is, is an indication of something for you to learn from whatever's encoded. Exactly. In this experience, for you to learn to grow and shift and become more aligned with, you know, just, you know, whatever it is. I'm not going to say what it is. I got to you. learn, but just to open, yeah. Yeah, and you know what I see as I continue to, um, it's not just the AA program. It, it's that is another um, avenue. A Course in Miracles, New Thought, 
these classes, ascension, resurrection, ascension, they're all part of the journey. And fortunately for me, I've always had, there's this incredible awareness. There's this incredible relationship with the universe, divine, higher Holy Spirit self, whatever you call it. There is this. And I know as I'm going through these challenges of sobriety and continue to go and receive the support and continue to go and walk those steps, I know that as I move through this, that the gift on the other side for all of humanity is going to be incredible. It already is. My sharing, I don't cry very well. I just cannot cry. And yet I can now as I share my heart, as I open my heart, as I allow myself to know that I am fully supported by God and in, and in the fellowship because I can't do it without my brothers and sisters. I can't do ascension and res- resurrection and ascension without my fellow travelers. I just can't do it. It's just too big a deal. And as I do that, I see now what an incredible gift that God has given me to express even now through the seeming dark spot. But it doesn't seem too dark to me anymore. It just seems like something I'm walking through, habits and patterns of thought, belief system that I really no longer believe in. I'm just allowing them to be given up. Give them up. I don't shed them anymore. I don't release them anymore. I don't anything them anymore. I just offer them up as gifts and open my heart to receive the light and the love that I am. And that helps me through most dark times now. Sometimes I mute myself <laughs> and I get to share I I'm muted. Um well, I just um can't say I don't know that I can express as the full amount of when I hear someone state makes those that's like declarations in the prayers that that Jennifer suggests, you know. When someone makes those statements, I'm I'm really because when I hear them, because we're one, right? So when I hear someone else, it just um, is is it helps me, yeah. So I see we got more people on the call. Does anybody else want to say hello? Good morning, everyone. This is Karen. And hi, everyone. Hi, this is Rich. Welcome. Hi, it's Karen. Oh, I'm good. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate. I came on Carla towards the end of 
uh, your last share, and then I heard Christine's, and um, ah, I, I just really appreciate um, the willingness that I hear in both shares. You know, and you know how you 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 know you you could have heard one particular you know line of thought. You know, you were mentioning that these people were saying things that could have been taken as self-deprecating, but yet you chose um, to not believe that, you know, and to uh, believe, you know, the truth for them. And uh, I just really appreciate that. And also with Christine, you know, um, going through challenging times and and um, being grateful and being, will again, that willingness to learn from the challenges because I, I find recently I've been going through challenges and, um, you know, challenges with health and uh, the willingness um, well has different levels, we'll say. Um, but I do find when I return back to, you know, really feeling into that, every, you know, that, you know, I am light, I am peace, I am joy, I am as God created me. Uh, and that everything is for my highest good, um, then there is a, a sense of peace around, you know, the subject that I uh, had formerly been experiencing agitation. And so, yeah, so it's that, that choosing, you know, and your two shares have really supported me in, in, in choosing how I'm going to see um, the situation and the opportunity. So I thank you for that. And it's kind of interesting, too, because, Carla, your share, you know, you were listening uh, to these people, and um, I'm just in the middle. I just started listening to, I think it was this week's ML2 class in which Jennifer was talking about compassionate listening. And it was funny because uh, I, I put it on this morning in the car on the way to work, um, and I had a little chuckle when I first heard the what the topic was because last night my husband and I were at a function for his work. It was a social function and we were introduced to a couple and um, there was a lot of listening going on. Um, the, the, the other couple were very talkative. So the husband was talking to me and the wife was talking to my husband. And um, yeah, so I was just really reflecting on the art of listening and uh, what I had experienced last night. And um, Christine, what you had mentioned kind of sparked this memory because I, what I got from what you just said, one of the things was, you know, that there are many different paths. And so the gentleman that I was talking to was an entrepreneur who had been um, very involved or it continues to be very involved in media and creativity and flow of ideas and advertising. He's been, you know, on Madison Avenue living the madman lifestyle, he told me. Um, so, you know, there were, within myself, there were, I guess, you know, I'm reflecting back, there were these subtle judgments. So, you know, this is a very worldly person. You know, that was basically the, the subtle judgment. 
Um, but I just kept listening and responding and following his line, you know, responding according to what he was saying. And eventually, somehow, we wound up on the topic of spirituality. Um, and at one point, he's like, yeah, I'm a very spiritual person. And, and he, he was talking about the whole creativity process and how that, you know, that flows through him. And he was talking about values, you know, and what he looks for in his employees when he hires them and, you know, advice that he gives to his children. And I just had to laugh to myself because, you know, there was, you know, full spirituality, you know, uh, the, the wisdom of God, if you will, um, being offered to me through this person who I had been judging, maybe subtly, but still judging, um, and it was just so beautiful, you know, to uh, to be reminded, and also humbling, you know, they're, uh, humbling to be reminded again, like, yep, you know, God is everywhere and in everything and everyone, uh, and that's that is a reminder that um, I feel I can benefit from receiving, you know, over and over again, uh, just you know, really embracing that humility. But yet, you know, at a certain point, because the talking was quite loquacious, and then we kind of switched partners. So then I was paired off with the wife. And I have to admit, like, the evening was going on, and the dinner had been out for a while. You know, it was a buffet, and I was getting hungry. Um, And so I spoke with the wife for a while, but at some point I felt like, okay, you know, what is the loving choice for me? I'm really, you know, I'm really kind of... um, I'm ready to to kind of disengage and move on. Uh, And there was like a little sense of kind of guilt coming up and and not wanting to offend her. But in my mind, you know, I I had to include myself. You know, what is the most loving choice, you know, for myself as well? And so then I did um, disengage, you know. uh, So that's... That's an ongoing, and then the dinner was gone and dessert was out, but that that was fine. But um, yeah, so that's an ongoing exploration for me. And I did notice, you know, at points I was not fully engaged with them because my body was kind of turned off to the side, you know. And so then I I uh, consciously then turned directly, you know, and I could just feel you know, breathing deeper and really just kind of kind of connecting, you know, kind of heart to heart. Uh, that was with the husband. You know, and then I found again, like when the wife stepped in, because really by the end of the husband's conversation, I was ready to move on. Uh, and so they were, I was resisting a bit, you know, continuing to be in conversation. And again, I found my body language like off to the side. I'm like, okay. Let's, you know, again, breathe and really listen, you know, fully take her in. Um, So, yeah, so like I said, I just, uh, I I find this um, an area of, of uh, you know, a topic where, yeah, I can look into this more and refine. Hmm. I love the 
I really hear in what you're speaking the um the awareness growing in noticing what you're doing, even no matter what it is, whether it's uh no matter what it is, just noticing and um and sometimes you choose differently, sometimes you don't. I just really um. Yeah, that's what I hear. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, there's like there's no set rules, right? Um, but it's more about right what's going on in my mind and my heart at the moment. And there was varying levels of like really, you know, really feeling who the flow and connection and love and delight, and then there'd be you know moments of. Like okay, this is enough. <laughs> like I've reached my limit, you know. And then a closing down, and then you know, seeing that, and then opening back up again. And um, but then eventually, yeah, really feeling like okay, that's right. You know, um, I'm I'm included too in this. Uh, and what is loving? You know, what's the loving choice for myself as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Is it Robert Holden? Uh, I can't remember who one of the living in course medical things that, of the many I've listened to. I think there's nine sets, and so um, times sixteen. That's quite a few, but not all. There's you know not all the same people. They're not all different people. But and I've heard that from him. Is he's in the same thing, the same question that he would ask himself. What? What would love be here? What what was the most loving thing to do right at this moment? So, um, really, um, yeah, I heard I heard hear that exactly in what you're saying. Yeah. And Karen, this is Mary Christine again. I do understand that sometimes we get filled up with something that is really profound and. Maybe we'd like to just contemplate on it, and we're not really, I am not really, maybe prepared to listen to the next person who has a completely different energy, a, a completely different shift in energy, and it it isn't uh, appearing to coincide with the heart opening I just received two moments ago. That's a very interesting thing. It appears to me that was um, happening to you. Yeah. Well, the woman, um, the wife did have. Uh, well, I'm trying to think if uh, remember if they, her energy was similar, um, and the husband, you know, introduced us and said, "Oh, she, you know, meaning me, she's into spiritual stuff. You'll love it." And because the wife apparently within the last few years has become very interested in spiritual matters and and so she um started to talk you know we t- started to talk about our experiences back and forth a little bit, and then she really started to get into what you know what she loves and about um her how she feels you know the youth of today need to um be guided and at some point. It felt like she was um, I didn't, like lecturing me a bit. You know, she was kind of pointing at me and telling me, "You need to, you know, follow your passion." And you know, it's all about emotion. And um, and 
so at some point it, it turned it and this was you know again this was my perception and i noted that you know like i feel like i'm being lectured to you know and and then i could see the ego coming up I was like well who are you to tell me about i you know and the idea of like i i know all this already uh and then seeing that you know that arrogance and and then it came to mind like oh well this is a great opportunity you know to practice that humility and just keep breathing deeply and listening and appreciating because what she's saying is actually very helpful um and then I noticed reactions within myself about what she was saying. You know, am I measuring up to this? You know, that old story. And then just releasing that, you know, re- seeing that reaction, being grateful for, okay, this is, you know, pressing some buttons here. So it's giving me some uh, forgiveness opportunities. Um, yeah. So and was, uh-huh. might I add, Karen? In my case, which appears, it's just in my case, um, it was a great opportunity in which you had great compassion for this person. And at the moment, you had another thing that was going on, hunger, which is important. And that even though you had compassion, you knew that something else was going on in you that was tugging at you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so there were a few things going on there. So after I, um, you know, I saw those reactions and I just, you know, the way that I worked with them in the moment was just to really just to bring my energy back in and slow my breathing, to breathe deeply, you know, just become much more present, really listen to her. Uh, no, just feel the reactions, notice the reactions, not even try to release them, but just be present with them and continue to listen. And after a little bit, then I was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm really ready now to to move on. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was a you know there was a there was a temptation to to judge the situation. You know, I could see the temptation to say to my husband like wow that was you know that was quite a conversation you know but I had and I, they were really lovely people and I chose you know to really to take that path and to really appreciate them and to you know whatever we discussed you know my husband and I about them um we just chose you know all the you know to see the highest and the best and yeah and to surrender any sense of, you know, less than that would be at any, at the root of any temptation to judge or criticize in any way. I have a real lesson before me every single day that I go to a meeting to judge the people that are in the meeting. Fortunately, um, the early morning meeting that I go to, there's decades and decades and decades of sobriety, and it's very small. It's intimate. And each person comes from a different place. And certain people, every single time they speak, they say the same thing. And when I came back to sobriety in January and going to this particular meeting again in 
from since the time of January, what I've really noticed now is that, and I'm so grateful for this because it's really a big awareness, that it's okay that that person keeps repeating himself, usually the himself, that they keep repeating the same thing because they have 13 years of sobriety, 12 years, 5 years, 10 years, 20 years. No, usually the 20-year people, they're very spiritual. But there are some people that, that say the same thing over and over. And it used to, years ago when I was in this meeting, used to irritate me, these people who would say the same thing. And now before I go in the meeting, I always invoke the violet light of not only forgiveness, but oneness, right? I invoke the oneness that these are my brothers and sisters, and no matter what they're spewing out of their mouth, they're doing something that is so God-centered that gives me not only hope, it also it also gives me a sense of I'm not alone. It doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth as much as it matters what comes out of your heart. Although I do know the power of the word and I do my best to make sure that the words that come out of my mouth are holy instead of complaining or judgment. And so I'm really grateful for the the inroads I've made into accepting what everyone is so different. Their paths are so different. We're fortunate enough to be together on a journey in which we have a common language. We have a common um, thread of thought that, of truth, the thought of truth that we can rely on. And uh, I'm so very grateful that we have a spiritual teacher that is continually reminding us of the thread of truth. Yeah, that really helps me, you know, and I find that I do, uh, that when I'm in judgment, um, like you said, to um, just return to the gratitude that, wow, thank, thank, thank goodness, you know, thank God that everyone is here, you know, doing their part and we're doing it together, you know, and because uh, that is just so supporting and supportive and, um, yeah, so like, you know, like you, if I hear somebody and there's a judgment in my mind or, you know, about what they're saying or if they're saying it, you know, over and over again, um, it helps me to, yeah, just get into the gratitude, like, well, thank you for showing up, you know, and being with me and supporting me and, and having this as a group endeavor because without each one of us, without others, um, then we're, you know, trying to do this on our own, which we all know is is really challenging. So, but when you spoke about these people who um, talk and have the same story, but yet they're all sober, what came to mind was maybe it's a mantra of sobriety for them. You know, this exactly uh, right. A particular story. Each week they get to come back and repeat it and support themselves in maintaining that sobriety. 
So maybe like they a do mantra. This every life. single day. <laughs> I have one person who speaks, and every single day he goes, and by the grace of God, oh, I'm going to cry. By the grace of God, today I have 2,169 days of, of sobriety, right? Oh, my gosh. And he mm. says it over and over. And you know what? That's a beautiful thing. And then there's another person who says exactly the same thing every day. And you know what? I never thought of it as a mantra until you just spoke of it. And thank you for that. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's like what you said. You know, it's at some point we can hear, um, you know, what's coming from the heart instead of, you know, just, just the words, and I know when I'm hearing just words, it's my own interpretation and my own, you know, thoughts and judgments about the words. It's not even about the, I'm not even hearing their words, you know, I'm just hearing their own, my own judgments. Um, but, yeah, when I can listen deeper and listen from the heart, then, yeah, then there's that appreciation, and then it's almost like it it doesn't really even matter so much what they're saying, then I and get more into the appreciation of the um uh the communing the communing and the um the joining and that these people are here every day mm. every day this is an early morning meeting that not many people go to <clears throat> and every day they show up they show up for their sobriety they show up for their connection with God because there's no way you can do the AA program without having a connection with God somehow. And if mm. you've got a lot of years, you've got a connection with God. It may not be the way I do it, and I don't even care anymore. Their hearts are open, and it's it's a it's a a beautiful a beautiful gift to me. It's a beautiful gift that as I gather more days of sobriety that I can share with them more the truth of who I am, and that is what they've been waiting for. This time when I came back, I was in AA with this particular group um, years ago, not that many years ago. Anyway, I was in this particular group, and I really couldn't talk. I still have a difficult, even though I can speak to you, I have a difficult time speaking in an AA meeting. And as I do, it means I'm leaning on um, a group of people who don't exactly have the same path I do. They're still there. They're sober. They want me sober. They want to see everybody sober, happy, and free. And I've learned so much this time about Allowing their light to shine through. Not focus on the words, focus on the heart. And it allows me to cry when I speak because at the moment, crying is good. It's something Mm -hmm. that is uh, so difficult for me to cry, to open my heart enough to just cry. Have tears in my eyes to have a catch in my heart because when I have a catch in my heart and I have an open heart, it means it may mean that I'm crying and other times it may mean that I'm just so joyful and and enthusiastic 
that is off the charts, and that's a good thing too. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like a beautiful space that these people are holding, you know, with their dedication, their absolute dedication and willingness. Mm. Yes, and it's a beautiful space that everyone is holding for me and with me for the endeavor that we're doing, which is masterful living. I really see that there are so many people who don't, who who are not on the path that we are. We are on the ultimate journey. We're on the we're on the hike up to Mount Everest, <laughs> and not everybody goes on that hike. Yeah, you know, I often. Um feel or I'll, I can judge myself, you know, that, oh, the willingness doesn't seem so strong today, you know, or in this moment. So there, I can judge myself, you know, and then I catch that and, and just forgive and be grateful for uh, whatever amount of willingness that I have. But I am so often grateful for that, um, you know, for the calling that is within and and for the real deep interest in love and love in this work, you know, that is within me. And then, you know, in everyone else within Masterful Living, uh, again, you know, just so appreciative that uh, people, you know, have come come together and show up, you know, just like people in your AA group, you know, over and over again in Masterful Living. And we have this, um, yeah, this dedicated circle and space in which to keep coming back, you know, and, and refine and and uh, increase the willingness and increase the level of forgiveness and, yeah. And yeah. we are so graced. We are so graced by being in this program with Jennifer has so beautifully facilitated for so long and with all of our teachers and angels and guides who are on the other side. And I'm so grateful for the constant reminder to call forth all my teachers, my angels, my guides, all of ours, so that we see a new life, a new, we're birthing in a new way of living, and we don't know where we're going oftentimes, and we don't know what we're doing oftentimes, and we're still willing some days more than others. Mm. Mhm. I'm just a yeah. magpie today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good point to remember, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're inspired. It's beautiful. Um Yes, I, it's helpful to remember. I appreciate, you know, uh, you're pointing out. Yeah, we really don't know where we're going, uh, although, you know, we are asked to uh, call forth, like you said, and envision. Um, often, you know, I guess maybe, maybe in a sense, we have a feel of where we're going. Um, so that helps me sometimes, you know, when I remember that, uh, you know, when, when am I trust and faith start to falter or things, you know, look kind of, or I find the old, you know, this belief in the old limiting ways, you know, strengthening over 
you know, new expanded ways of seeing things. Um, yeah, it helps me to remember where I would like to go, you know, and to energize that. But as you pointed out, to remember, uh, we don't really know how we're, you know, what's going to show up, you know, what what the path is exactly, what's going to show up on the path uh, on our way there. So, um, yeah, so I guess for me, this is just reminding me to keep keep energizing, as Jennifer always says, what I would like and what I aspire to and not give so much credence and belief in the things that seem to be showing up that, uh, you know, I'm tempted to make a meaning of uh, that things are really not going so well or they should be, you know, different. Um, yeah, but just keep returning to uh, energizing what I would like and the trust and faith that, yep, like you said, all of our teachers are with us. You know, that was something that occurred to me yesterday. I was like, yeah, that's right. I'm not alone. Let me let me really remember that. You know, let me let me take the time to really sit with that and feel into it. Cuz oftentimes I do find, you know, like I remember things, but it's kind of it's still it's kind of intellectual, you know, it'll be a quick, you know, repeat of maybe the day's lesson or oh yes, that's right. I'm I'm not alone and then I'll boom get right back into the activity of the day. So Actually, that's been one of my intentions these last several days is to really just take an extra moment to feel into, you know, the reminder um, when it comes or, you know, when I look at my little my little note for the day or whatever, uh, to really, you know, feel into that and let it click in before I move on. But again, that's, like you said, that's just uh, further refinement, further deepening on this masterful path. And aren't we grace that we get to be on this masterful path? There are so many lost souls out there, and it's so easy to get caught into the lostness, so to speak, and uh, uh, join in with the commiseration of the lostness. And still, there's something that tugs within my heart that says, keep going exploration. You're an explorer, Christine. You are an explorer of the mind, of the heart. So just keep going. Mm, mm-hmm. And like you said before, um, you know, whatever work we do is really for the benefit of everyone. So, you know, if we see somebody that appears to be lost, um, we know that, you know, through our own work, they can only be helped. And ultimately, you know, if, if everything on our path is for our highest good, despite what it may look like or, you know, what conventional society or our own selves may judge it to be, you know, um, then, you know, these other people who, you know, because sometimes I'll see somebody who it looks like, wow, like they are way, you know, way off in the field or they're so, you know, spiraling downward or whatever, you know, the, the uh, judgment will be. And I just remember, and it's really for myself, you know, like, all right, you know what, if everything on my path is for my highest good, regardless of what it looks like, then, you know, whatever I'm seeing right here with this person, it's somehow got to be in their highest good, and they're still whole and complete, and they're 
they're learning, and this is the way they're learning. And uh, ultimately, underneath all of that, uh, that learning, they remain untouched. And then that 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 confirms and reminds me that yes, despite you know how I feel, my situations and my path of learning is uh, happening or has happened in the past. I too have remained untouched, you know, under it all. And so when I remember for them, it helps to confirm that that's right. I've I've been ever sinless uh, and ever cared for. Beautifully said. Thank you, dear heart. Hi, this is Lars. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, wonderful. There's just a thought coming into my mind. There are days where I feel at the top of a mountain, but there are other days where I feel like being in a deep valley. And I feel that this is exactly what our path means, that to have compassion with all people who don't like spiritual things or who don't like to uh, delve into their minds. And this is... So this has helped me so much uh, during the past that I really see when I meet somebody who has a lot of problems that I don't judge him, but I say, okay, it's for his highest good and it's for my highest good that I have met him in at exactly this time. So not really to judge anyone's past, but be just being open for everyone's experiences. This has helped me so much because some years ago I used to judge other people because they had so many problems where I didn't see them how to get out of it and now I really feel that it's really a projection of my mind sometimes I really feel that the ego creeps in when I'm judging other people so it's really about having compassion and connecting with other people and not to judge anything that I experience this has helped me so much so thank you for bringing this up Yeah, what comes to mind is Ho'oponopono because, too, um, you know, when I see a situation in my experience, you know, that, uh, say, somebody, you know, I work in a school with children and teenagers uh, who, many of whom are extremely emotionally disturbed and, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of rage and um, uh, uh, tantrums and, uh, uh you know, very intense emotional outbursts. Uh, so it's very tempting, you know, to judge these kids and teenagers. And then I remember, like, oh, this is happening in my experience. You know, so so then I remember, oh, ho'oponopono, that's right. You know, this is happening in my experience. So I am not, you know, a separate, untouched individual, you know, over here on the good side, quote-unquote. Uh, mm-hmm. And... You know, there's this, like, really, you know, whatever I want to, you know, judge or say in the moment about this other individual. And that's, yeah, it's a kind of a constant practice at work. But the Ho'oponopono prayer has been really helpful to that because, like you said, Lars, it's it's referring back to me. You know, it's not keeping it out there and separate and judging something. It's like, wow, taking responsibility for what's showing up in my experience. Thank and you so much. Yeah. I would like to add to that. Venerable, one time I, I was with Venerable and she was speaking about something. And it was, a, a, someone had asked a question. 
And her answer was that, who am I to judge that the situation that is at hand with this person who appears to be in dire straits or whatever, upset, terrible upset, that this isn't the perfect moment for them. And how, she didn't say how dare I interfere, but she, she had a much more subtle word than I It's just about how do I know that this isn't the perfect situation for them? So therefore, how can I judge that this child who's being beaten by their parents or whatever, and that I have done whatever I could to take care of whatever situation that I could, but how dare I interfere with the truth of who they are? Their path is perfect for them, and it's up to me to let that be. Let their path be, and that kind of a The moderator has left the conference. Well, for some reason, I I dropped, (laughs) so um, I assume that something happens when it happens, right? That's okay. (laughs) Does the music come on? Let your big back. (laughs) Does the music come on or something? It did. It said the moderator has left. Okay, yeah, finish, please. I'm sorry. I would like to finish. It has everything to do with the fact that it's so, it is so challenging for me because I'm a fixer. It is so challenging for me because I can see the truth about you and truth about him and her and this and that. The truth of the beauty of who you are, it is so challenging for me to allow you to be in your own space and do your own journey. And that is the most powerful thing that I'm learning right now, is to allow everyone, no matter how it shows up, to know that they're on their journey and that it's only my duty, and I call it a duty, my responsibility and my pleasure and my honor to hold the truth about them no matter what they're going through, and stop offering advice and judging what they're doing. Thank you so much for mentioning it. This is also very important for me at the moment, as I have 
uh, to do in my job with teenage pupils, which are who are very difficult at the moment, who are very challenging because they are a lot of times very provocative and uh, throw a tantrum every time. It's really difficult to cope with them. But I really feel that it's really, as you have just said, not judging them, really seeing the light in them and saying it's for their highest good and it's for my highest good. And this is extremely powerful. I remember some years ago I was totally uh, frustrated sometimes when I left school because I thought I would be a bad teacher. And now I really feel that everything is for the highest good. It needn't be what my director also thinks, but it's for the highest good of all involved in this situation. And so it's really a very powerful message because it helped me so much to let go of stress and to really center on myself and in my heart. And this is a very extremely powerful message that there is no situation which can really bring us down for it's all for our highest good and we cannot do anything wrong. This is very powerful, I think. So thank you for mentioning it again to me. I'm so grateful you heard it, and I'm so grateful you're on my path, Lars. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, Lars, through all of your Facebook posts and, um, you know, your sharings, uh, you've been a real uh, inspiration. And, uh, you know, to me, you know, you've really worked this, you know, how you see your students and how you see your wife and your children and, you know, and really choosing very deeply to see the truth in them and to respond from the truth within yourself. So, yeah, I just want to say thank you, and I'm glad, too, that you're on the path with me. Thank you. <laughs> but also, you know, Mary Christine, you were, you were uh, uh, while you were speaking, um, yeah, what arose in me was, uh, oh, yeah, how you you're really releasing the judgments. I mean, yes, we've been talking about, but, you know, releasing the judgments about, you know, uh, how other people should be on their path or behaving or or whatnot. And I find, yeah, when I'm able to do the same, you know, to to release any thoughts about how things should be proceeding for others or how they should be or how what their path looks like, it really helps me to be so much more compassionate with myself, you know, uh, about what my path looks like and how I find myself behaving or thinking in the moment. So, you know, it just it reminds me of the Course in Miracles. You know, whatever I give to, whatever I give, I give to myself. Um, and I, I do find that, yeah, when I'm much more when I'm compassionate and forgiving with others, then it just it just uh, flows right back to me in my own in my own way of perceiving and working and um, caring for myself. Yes, thank you for sharing that. Because my biggest deal is that I can see your light. I walk into a room and I can see the light of everybody, and I just love it. I can see the beauty in everybody, and yet the challenge for me is to see the light in the beauty in myself. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> There's my challenge to see the gift that I am just by being. Yikes! Just by being. I don't have to. 
go out and teach or, or think, oh, I have to do this or I have to do that. No, it's not that. I'm really beginning to understand that because I see the beauty and the truth and the light in everyone else, that that beauty and truth and light is within myself and there is nothing to do except to listen and to accept the beauty and the truth and the light within me. Mm. Yep, well, I join you in that. I know you do. <laughs> wow, I'm enjoying this conversation so much. I, I'm hesitant to <sighs> say what I'm going to say, but I'm going to. So we're we're actually a little over, but um, I'm so grateful for um, you all showing up. So I do want to put it out there for a prayer request and if anybody has that burning desire, I mean, I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere <laughs> so I can, you know, stay on the call, but um, uh, if anybody has a, a, something that really feels strong in them or a prayer request, please, uh, or yes. even someone who hasn't spoken, go ahead. I would like to say I have a prayer request, as I've just mentioned, my teenage pupils, which are 14, 15 years old, which are very chaotic and uh, challenging at the moment. I would really uh, ask for prayers for this situation, for the highest and best to really, for me to be always able to see the light in every challenge with them. This is important for me. So thank you. And I'll put a prayer request in. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Actually, before prayer requests, I would like to know if there are any other people on the line who would like to jump in for a moment and speak the truth of what's going on with them at the moment. Uh, it's not that I'm on a hurried call, but I am so willing to listen to what anybody else has to say. This is Kara, and I will speak. I have so enjoyed this call. <laughs> this is, uh, I've decided, uh, my report card for the first quarter of this year, and I am doing very well. And uh, I am awakening to know the truth that I am, that uh, as I am listening to my projections out into the world, I see the frontiers for my learning and the opportunities for more cleaning and clearing. And I will share that uh, the Ho'oponopono prayer uh, has had new light shed on it this week. As I take more, uh, combined with A Course in Miracles, I am completely responsible for everything I see, and I choose the feelings that I would feel. And I put those two together, and I'm like, okay, I am now, I have, understood this analogy of being in the projection booth and I am responsible for everything I see, feel, and think in the illusion. And so now anything that is on the screen that I am judging as anything other than perfectly healthy, whole, healed, and happy, uh, I can change my mind 
and release that false belief and change everything on the screen with my willingness. And uh, being willing to take responsibility for everything I see is so much easier now when I begin with I love you. And uh, it is uh, unfolding very quickly now, and I am very grateful. And I could tell you dozens of miracles in the world of form, uh, and yet I want to stop and uh, let anybody else who wants to share uh, do that. But uh, Jennifer promised joy, and it is. That's it. That's beautiful and lovely in my estimation. Thank you, sister. Yeah, he's going to say, I'm willing to stay on the call as long as this goes on. But I'm just going to say that I don't know how to add minutes to the recording. (laughs) So it's going to stop recording in five minutes. So if we want to finish it, I mean, I'm open for whatever comes up. May I pray us out? Sure. Let's just, is there any other prayer request? I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you said. I said, is there any other prayer request? It's. Yes, of course. Yes, you can pray out. Let's hear them. Oh, yes, I'll put a prayer request in for um, uh, peace and trust uh, and and happiness uh, in the face of some health challenges. Thank you. This is Lydia. I like a prayer request for clear communication. If there are no more, last chance for prayer requests. Here we go. Here we are. The two or more who are gathered in the light and the life of God. The light and the life of the presence of the oneness. Here we are, fellow travelers who are a greater spark of life than we can imagine. And we appear to be on this planet at this time, going through whatever we're going through and um, facing opportunities and challenges or whatever it is that we're doing. We give thanks for that because we are on the path of exploration. We are on the path of going beyond the known into the previously unknown for us. We give thanks 
for everyone who is a light worker with your friends, for everyone who is our teacher, guide, and angel. And as we, as I speak these words, I say that whatever is our challenge, whatever is our opportunity for enlightenment, we embrace it. I call for us embracing the opportunity for enlightenment this day, this week, for us all, that we come to it with a sense of knowing that we are God-led, that we are universe-led. Whatever you name it, we are led. We are guided. We have guides. And we pour forth our love and our compassion and our wisdom and our understanding for not only the situations that occur, we also do it for ourselves. That we are the explorers that are willing to put our life on the line to go forth into something greater. For this, I give thanks. For this, I sit with my brothers and sisters in this awareness. And for this, <laughs> it is done. And so it is. Beloved I am. Beloved I am. Beloved I am. Amen.